wanna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Podcast, you boys, Matt, Brian, and we are scholars, Brian. Scholars, yeah, we are men. Of... I have two college degrees. Look at that. They're not good. They have them. The, the papers are are in your possession. I have one paper. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's on the computers. Yeah, that counts. Okay. Yeah. It counts. Point is, you know, we are in the business of higher learning. That's right. You know, we're we're all about educating ourselves. Mm. You know, create uh, and and expanding. Our knowledge. People may laugh at this, but actually, one of us is a real doctor. So go fuck yourself. Yeah, we won't tell you which one. <laughs> we won't. We'll we let won't. you guess. I but... mean, you got to go back in other episodes and find that Easter egg. Yeah, right. That's mentioned every single episode. Every uh, since season three, I believe. <laughs> so if you go back on Podbean, you know, I think on iTunes has some season three stuff. Yeah, you could you could look back and catch that that hidden uh the hidden Easter egg. Yeah, but uh, in the spirit. Of continually bettering ourselves, we <laughs> bettering bettering ourselves. We uh, occasionally will look up a documentary to do for the shoot. That's right, big doc fans. Yes, big old doc fans. Yeah, yeah. Of boats and of movies. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about documentaries is it allows us to feel good about ourselves for watching something that that teaches us something. Right, but. It doesn't exhaust us by making us do anything. It's very <laughs> passive. It's like watching a foreign film. It's like watching like Parasite, but also not. Right. Because you're like, yeah, I watched that very important film. Yeah, it didn't have to read or anything. But this one has roller coasters in yeah. it, so I'm good. Yeah. So, you know, when we think about which documentaries to do, we always try to do one on something, A, that is something new that we haven't heard about, or something, B, that's awesome. Right. And this time we chose to do a documentary on something awesome which is a theme park that's right uh a uh, uh, fucking water park a ski slope uh you know just a motor world with a with a big old tent in the middle of it it's everything that you'd ever want uh, well that's everything that 15 year old you would ever want it's only in the 50 miles park. away from new york city baby right. the thing is this amusement park becomes less fun when you realize it's a death trap. It's a fucking house of horrors. And you're like, when you're watching, you're just like, when could this thing have ever existed? And then you realize... Late 70s, early early 80s? Exactly. To early 90s? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's right about, the, right about that time. The 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are going to, the documentary we're doing is HBO's Class Action Park. It's brand new. I think it just dropped within the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, when the trailer came out, I sent it right over to you. I was like, this is... Because Defunkland did a an episode on it, which I remember, and he was not too thrilled going over a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's you know it's close by. It's our, our neighbor state of New Jersey. Yeah, it's right in our trash can. Yep, and it's... It's northern New Jersey. It's, Mount, it's, it's Vernon, New Jersey, which is a very... Uh, uh, quiet town. Let's just say, you know, they kind of they kind of mention it. What kind of what kind of folks they are? They're a 
the blue collarish. They're uh, all the all the, the the nice things white people want you to think of their town. They're rural. Rural. They know each other. It's a small town. Everyone knows each other's names. It's like okay, well, you guys just probably came from the shore and well, just settled up north. Yeah, and it follows the the I guess the owner of this park. Yes, uh, Uncle Gene. Uncle Gene. Who, Displays throughout the course of the documentary. Mullen? Yeah, Mulliner. Mulligan. Yeah. Gene Mulligan. <laughs> and they uh, they talk about how throughout the, 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 the documentary and throughout the tenure of this park, he just blatantly disregards health like standards, workers, uh, uh, I guess, uh, standards. Yeah, he was never going to be insured by a legit insurance company so he created his own insurance yeah, company and it was less than legit it was using it to launder money yeah so you get the idea that the guy who did it he's only i don't know it's tough because every documentary has its own biases going in so while you are watching passively to learn in any documentary you have to realize that it's being made by somebody that's more than likely has their own agenda. Like the do- the last documentary you did, you guys can check out th- that episode, was on uh, Game Changers. Right. And that was about a vegan uh, diet helping, you know, people get in shape or It's about using the plant-based proteins in their diet and how right. like, these destigmatized from like the just meat only protein yeah like that the the kind of culture around like if you want to be a tough man you gotta eat your steak right you know so that was cool and it had a lot of good information but it was definitely catered made, to yeah catered to a certain demographic and it definitely had an agenda that it was trying to get across and when you kind of look through that you see that there were other areas of the documentary that were maybe uh less yeah. genuine right yeah you know we also did one about uh medical marijuana way 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 oh, wow. back in the that first was back in the day yeah where they kind of set it up where you know they only showed you really the the positives and there are a lot of positives of medical marijuana but the way that they kind of structured the documentary by the end you they, they took it to a way that you like why would i care about this mm-hmm. like they they didn't they didn't end it, it on became the right less note. medical and more or, just and like more cultural. like yeah yeah even uh, when we did the fire festival documentary, that's right, we did yeah. both of them back to back, and it was like pretty. It was pretty cool just to examine like the difference in, I guess the they were both presenting like the same evidence and the right. same information. But one was a one was a part of the actual event that was going on, right? And one was an outsider who was just gonna gonna get somebody right and you yeah. can see the, where they place the blame differs and what kind of footage they show differs depend like based on their own involvement right and so here you're going to notice that well, at least i noticed that at many points the this was on one hand like a hit piece on this gene guy yeah. but on the other hand like the people that they interviewed and stuff all have good memories of it and yeah, and I think they, they explained it by the end where it's like, you know, these the people who went to Action Park used it as like a badge of honor, like a, a puberty like a puberty stepping stone. Yeah. Like like for like for us in Long Island it would be like you 
you know, you drove to Green Acres on your own or some shit. Like, well, I'm <laughs> only thinking of, like, Valley Stream, like, stepping stones. Like, you did, like, like, you know, you did, uh, you did something, like, stupid. Like, you went to the, you joined the Valley Stream, like, the Valley Stream pool or mm. some shit. Because I kind of got a lot of, like, um, similarities between the two. Yeah. And, like, like. And that is dicey as hell. It's kind of dicey. It's kind of, like, it's run by people who may not, well, it was, especially when I, like, was going there as a kid and to what it is now it's completely different hmm. but uh you know it's um yeah it's kind of like you know like in the the this like this lazy attitude was the laissez-faire like whatever kind of like teenage attitude of like i'm just here to get money and meet chicks or whatever right, right. but now like now like now it's like oh don't don't fucking don't even fucking think of doing that like if you, you even leave your stand bro you're you're fired. Yeah, they take themselves much more seriously now. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because the, the documentary also talks about how the culture change of going in from the 80s into the 90s uh, affected Action Park's ability to run, too. Right. So it's a lot of go- there's a lot going on in the documentary. Which I feel like it is... It, I, I wanted to bring it up because they do mention it at the end. Uh, I mean, there's really no spoilers here. The, the place closed down. So... Like, they were talking about, like, you know, kids in the 80s, like, their parents let them go out, they, you know, they did this, they came back at 8, eight o'clock at night and nobody was looking for them, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, that was the, and you realized your parents sucked. Yeah. And when those kids in the 80s started having kids of their own, it's like, well, fuck that, you got to tell me where you're going, who you're going with, how you're getting there, what are you doing there, what time you're coming back, what the, this... Because of all that neglect and basically just like, uh, what? Because the people who had kids in the 80s, I guess they were like kids in the 60s and the 70s, mm-hmm. who had their own shit going on. They had like the summer of love that if they were that young or that old to deal with and like disco cocaine era. Right. It, Charles Manson. Charles Manson. Like a whole, like every, if you look at it, like every generation of kids is fucked up by the first, the, the previous generation of kids. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Except ours. Mine's great. Uh, but no. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. No, mine's, mine's, I'm, I'm sure my, my generation's also, filled with trauma. But also, as someone whose family is, like, of our immigrants... Oh, that's true. Yeah. How, how does... Would you have... Alright, if your parents came here in the 80s, would they have let you go to Action Park? Knowing huh. them, knowing who they are now. I think if... They saw, because the, the documentary is littered with news articles and newspaper like headlines about how dangerous the place was. Right. I think if they read that, they would say no. Okay. They would say no. If it was like a school trip, maybe. Because they trust, they my parents trust very highly in the education system when they first moved and here. That's their first mistake. Yeah. That was the, well, when they first moved here, right. it wasn't that terrible. Um, so they, like, everything was about school. So if school says it's okay, then... Then okay. yeah, then the teachers know best. But as far as like, uh, well, my parents didn't actually let me do anything on my own. Right. <laughs> uh, so no, I would say no. Okay. And the only time I got to go to places was in with summer camp, like like day camp, or on like school trips. Yeah, that was the only time I got to go anywhere. You really. wouldn't be able to just like, even like with the the comedian Chris Gethard said like there was just a family down the block who you know. The dad was divorced and didn't have anything to do with his kid when he had him. Yeah. So he took him to Action Park. Like, even if there's someone down the street, they would have been like, no fucking way. Right. 
Right. If you live down the street, you'll see, like, the ambulance is, con- like, constantly going back and forth from that place. You know? Right. Uh, or you'll hear about the freaking nighttime, like, drinking and partying that would happen there. Right. It's, it's uh, yeah, definitely a lot of debauchery going on. Yeah. Is it somewhere I would have wanted to go to when I was a teenager or a kid? Absolutely. It would have been a dream come true. Right. But I was an idiot as a young, <laughs> uh, as a, as a young kid or a teenager, so... Um, I, yeah, no, it wouldn't have happened for me. My parents didn't let me go out. Okay. Yeah. In general. I have a feeling my parents would have let me go at least once. Mm. Like, we would have went, because, like, I grew up a little bit after, I was born in 85, Mm -hmm. so I was kind of at the tail end of, like, the parents really not being, I don't even want, like, I don't even want to say, like, bad parents, because a lot of, a lot of the older generation isn't bad it's just that it seems that they really kind of stop the bullshit a little bit where they kind of like everyone's like okay well i could be a like a like a like a instead of being like a, a, a my kid's friend or whatever like right. you know like let's like parenting you know, yeah period yeah. it's like back in the 80s it's like look if you're doing your own thing until eight i could do my own thing until right, eight. Like, right right so i'll work until five you go to school until three don't come home until eight thirty. I'll do like I'll just get a couple like after work, you know, beer, beers yeah. in. But then it, it 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 switched and it's like okay, you, we got to take care of like you idiots have to be taken care of first, mm. and then we'll take care of ourselves. Yeah, like there's kind of that kind of switch, and yeah. I I feel like it would my parents would have been like, we'll go once. If you break anything, you're done. Of course, yeah. of course, but uh. Yeah, I, I mean, we went to, like, there was a place out here, uh, was it Play, Play World, Playland, in Farmingdale? Right Playland? No, uh, not right Playland. Like Adventureland? Adventureland, yeah, gotcha. that's it. There, I've been there. And that's, like, the height, like, I, I mean, I've been to Six Flags, I've only been to Six Flags once, when I was really young, mm-hmm. and I've been to Disney, like, three times, mm-hmm. but once was as an adult, and twice was as, we're just down in Florida to visit your aunt, if we go to Disney, we go to Disney, mm-hmm. like, that's it, mm-hmm. yeah. No, my parents, to their, I, I don't want to make it sound like we didn't do anything. My parents no. went on vacation once a year. So once a year we went to places. Right. So we, we did. But you do it up. You do it up, though. Exactly. We leave the country. Right. Because um, they save up for it. We did go to Disneyland once when I was four, once when I was 12. And then my mom stopped me from going in high school, which we know that story. Yeah. Uh, and there was also, you can look back through the annals of, go uh, back to, uh, to go find back. that Easter egg too. Subscribe, download. This, this podcast is littered with my childhood trauma. <laughs> uh, uh, but, I feel like that's what the name of this documentary should be, Childhood Trauma. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Although Class Action Party is a pretty person. good title. Yeah. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I think also in the eighties, like, I guess you could just go a lot of places on your own. You know, and yeah. actually, I'm sure, I'm sure in every generation, lots of teenagers can go places on their own. Yeah. I couldn't, but I'm sure a lot no, of I, other people could. Yeah, I think, like, know? the thing is, like, there was a, a healthy respect, of, especially depending on how your parents, if your parents feel like they trust you, mm-hmm. or if, like, you just have, like, some shitty behavior and they just don't fucking want to deal with you anymore. Exactly. I think that like, was a big go, part Go of nuts. It. Yeah. Like, because you could have, you could be a good kid, and you know what, they go, like, look, man, like, you do your schoolwork. You're a good. You're, you're a good student. Like you're a good person. I trust you. Mm-hmm. It's a little harder, but like I trust you. Or you could be like, 
you get caught smoking, you get caught drinking, you do you smoke a little weed, you you're, you're kind of a dick to everybody, and they're like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Go maybe, kill yourself. Yeah, maybe this will wake your ass up a yeah, little yeah, bit. Yeah. Like if you fallen, you know, skin your knee so bad that they have to spray you with like Agent Orange. Yeah. Like maybe this will wake you up. I, I think a lot. Another part, of, like the other side of that, is also like uh, they do mention that a lot of these kids were like kind of a criminal element going into the sh- uh, into the park. <laughs> right. And I think a lot of it was like parents like not really there yeah, to right. stop them, and they're kind of like shitty kids because of it. Like, it's, they don't have a parent to right. be like, ah, you know what, this will show you, or a parent to be like, you know, I trust you, go ahead. There's not, that that kind of oversight just isn't there for some kids, right. and I think if they take that and they become shitheads because of it, they're going to end up at Action Park. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I definitely got, like, the vibe while watching this, and we'll, de- we'll definitely get into the actual documentary, which is kind of, we're buttering you up. Setting people. the stage. We're setting it up. We're doing all the, the fun shit right now. <laughs> We're running the pads up. We're padding the time. But, like, I feel like if I watched this documentary with my mom, at the end she would have been like, see? That's mm-hmm. why I do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, okay. All right, fine. Yeah, my mom would the whole time would be asking, like, where are the parents? Right. Like, what my mom's how asking the whole dare time. you? Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about what's actually what was actually in Action Park. Because that was, like, a good chunk of the documentary. It's Willy Wonka... But from northern New Jersey. Yeah. It is wild. Like, there are zero safety regulations in place. There are just ideas that cannot... It is, like, when the guy described it as, like, Lord of the Flies. Right. Like, the amusement park. Like, that's what it is, both in, like, the actual theme, mm. but also, like, the spirit of it. Right. like, the, the inmates run the asylum. It's, like, the survival of the fit. It's, like, actual, like, survival of the fittest. Yeah. Like you have dangerous rides that were not designed well, that were just that were like not made with safety in mind. The man in the ball in the ball. Yeah. Where it's just like they set up this PVC track and they put a, like a guy like they had two like metal balls I guess one like one small and you sat in the the smaller ball and you got pushed down a track and I guess you'd roll around. Yeah, nuts. Uh, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. And also the track fucking broke. Because they didn't realize PVC, like, heats up, and then you can't fucking use it. Oh, God. Oh, God. There's the the loop-de-loop, the cannonball, uh... Oh, the cannonball drop? The cannonball drop. That is a water slide. Oh, wait, 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 which which one? The water slide with the 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 flip? Oh, God, yeah. that's the thing they were just like, oh, wow, it exists. The first thing. Yeah, the first thing you see. But I really liked how people were coming out with, like, like, bruises and concussions, and then they started coming out with lacerations. Right. And then when they opened it up, they realized it was because the people who got bruised up and beat and bludgeoned broke their teeth. In the padding. And that got lodged in the padding and then cut the next people that were coming in. So not only is that happening, is that like you're you're only getting smacked around. Like the first the first wave of people, the first, the iPhone ones yeah. are, are basically rearranging their jaws. Yeah. And like just getting busted up and, and bloodied. Meanwhile, the iPhone 2, you're getting cut by broken teeth. Insane. And then you... And, but w- also getting beaten up. And body. also getting beat up. Yeah. And then we wonder why people aren't wearing fucking masks during a pandemic. Like, this whole thing, I was like, another movie I picked blindly thinking like, oh, this will be a great way to distract ourselves. No, and it but makes it's like, perfect sense. It's like, you know what? Everything's making sense now. Because it's, yeah, it's, it's like a fucking dare. These Everyone... people are the boomers now that are like... 
Oh, I don't need no mask. You right. know, like, this is the same people. Right. Yeah, it's like... Like, I'm tired of... Um, it's like, I was... I'm tough, you know, I could yeah. do this. I could smoke five packs of cigarettes same a week. Same energy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, I didn't mean for this to be, like, another kind of, like, allegory to the current situation we're but living in. it just in. keeps happening. But it just keeps happening. And I think that's our curse for season six. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. It, it, no, it keeps happening. It, it, it's definitely the same mentality, though, of, right. like, of seatbelts, you know, like, like, I, I'm either going to make it or I'm not. Right. You know? If, like, to quote Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings starting quarterback, role models of probably kids, if I die, I die. Mm. Fuck you, Kirk Cousins. That's the mentality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also... We have to talk about how they tested this thing to make sure it worked. <laughs> Where Gene first threw mannequins in there, and when they come out in pieces, he slightly adjusted the water flow, <laughs> and then paid his employees a hundred dollars to go in. A hundred dollars in the late seventies, ladies. That's a big That's payday. Like Five thousand dollars now. That's a big payday. Yeah. And they, I, I, I think I would have done it. For I sure. would have done it too. I would have done it for sure. But they would go in, and then if they come out. In one, literally, the the standard was if you are out in one piece, if you have all your limbs, right, you, then the ride is good. Yeah, you know, like they'd come out with concussions, they'd come out with bruises, they'd come out with skin wiped off their their bodies, they'd come out missing teeth apparently. Yeah, and so the, oh, but they came out. They came so out. That's all that matters. And like you 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 look at like this thing that they had like I forgot I forget what the name I keep forgetting about the name I know it's not the cannonball thing I think the cannonball is the one the alpine slope it's not no the alpine slope is the 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 cement racetrack yeah. yeah which they they ran down on like fucking like scoot boards that you use in like gym class that's insane but like it's just ba- it basically looks like someone had some extra like plastic tubes and like well let's make a loop. It, no, did, yeah, yeah, it yeah. didn't look big enough. It didn't look like, and the the pool you would slide out in, did not look like safe no. enough. It's no. like good good luck. You ever you ever walk on like a a pool like in a hotel and like the floor is kind of like not gravelly but it feels like it's got like some bumps on it. Yeah, that's what every pool like like when you slid into something like yeah. that's what I imagined everything was like. It's like. <laughs> Like, oh, but I hate that. Yeah, that it's like you just like you know it's a design choice, and you know it's kind of just a maybe the scrape of like grip. Yeah, for grip, yeah. and you're like, okay, well, it's definitely a walking pool. Like, I should definitely be wearing like aqua shoes. Mm-hmm. I just ugh. like I feel like that that entire park was that feeling. Literally every yeah every single attraction was that feeling. Yeah. So like we talked about the loopy loop. There was the the wave pool, which uh, oh no. No. Wave pools in general give people anxiety. I actually did a wave pool. In, I've done several when I was a kid. I, in, down in Disney, we did Typhoon Lagoon. Yeah. And they had a wave pool. And they had like, like they like they do like the little waves and then they have one big wave yeah, yeah. to kind of wipe everybody out. Yeah. I got caught in the big wave. Mm. I was like, done. Yeah. Absolutely done. Ooh. There's too there are too many people in this fucking wave that's pool. That's always the problem. There's too and many just, people. And just it's just it's like a massive like that's why I feel bad for cereal. Like I just mm. can't I can't deal with it. it <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, too much going on. You just eat it dry because just, you, know, yeah. you hate to do that to It's like I hate to do it to you. <laughs> uh I was I loved the wave pool, but I stayed where it was safe for me, towards the shallow end. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wouldn't go if my feet couldn't touch the floor. I wouldn't go there. It's always like this one weird adult, and then yeah. like the deepest part. Yeah. Like, I could do it. I could do it. And then he's like dead. He's got like a beer in his hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One thing that they mentioned was that I, I I really liked where they would talk about like what were the places lifeguards didn't want to be. Right. You know. Like, they said if you ended up at the wave pool, or the grave pool, yeah, the grave as they pool. called it. And the death seat. Yeah, the death seat. Oh, my God. If you're there for an hour, you'll get three to four saves. Oh, my God. That's insane. That's so much. Like, why would you even bother sitting down? That's, like, exactly. That's just not good for a lifeguard. Like, imagine being having to be that alert for an entire shift. It's yeah. not good for any kind of kid doing one. And I'm pretty sure they didn't have, like, brakes built in. No. So they were probably just sitting there all fucking day. Yeah. Maybe with not even a, an umbrella. And, the, and another thing they mentioned about it was that the wave pool, the water of it, you couldn't see the bottom of the pool to know if someone's drowning because it was so muggy mm. from runoff from the nearby mountain, human waste, blood and gore from the last accident... And just and sun and sunscreen and like sunscreen and all like the natural oils that come like when they said like because when they said like oh it's American I'm like oh yeah definitely probably from the sunscreen like and they start mentioning the the runoff like you should have probably worked that out yeah, like, that's right, like a, before you put the wave before pool you put the wave right? pool that should have been a thing you fixed it to the, this and here we are now at one of the places in Action Park that killed someone yeah. One of the three places? I yeah. Think? yeah. Although this, this killed the most, twice because it killed two people. In which case, one of the the the, the people that like reportedly went there as a kid was like, yeah, if you close, I feel really bad for the second guy that died there. Right. Because once the first guy died there, you should close, you the, should close the fucking pool. Yes, that's comedian Chris Gethard. There's two uh, comedians known here. Like, Chris Gethard's... Uh, he had his own, like, talk show. Huh. He's actually, he's pretty funny. Mm. Uh, and then there's Allison Becker, who you may know from Parks and Rec. That's where I recognize her. And it. she's, she's that, she's like, the, the, that girl. Like, oh, I know that girl. Right. Yeah. So that's, and I just looked it up. Now, as in a documentary, we've done a couple of documentaries before, and we kind of, like, you know, we, we've, we've kind of, like, had our opinions on, like, like especially, like, the the Fire, do- Fire Fest documentary that was mm-hmm. done by fuck jerry you're like eh, kind of too close right the director of this documentary was one of the people doing the, like the the questions he was like he was like he was um he was an like inter- interviewing yeah he was in, he was interviewed for this mm. so i don't know how you feel about that like he was one of the like one of the directors like was also then like inputting his own well the whole shit. point of an interview right mm. is that you're getting information from people who were there and you're getting which would indicate that you're getting like an honest account, right. right? Because it's like a witness now or an expert, right? And the whole point of bringing someone else in is so that, um, well, the idea of having a director is so that they control the narrative, right? Right. But having someone else in means they can only use the words that they chose to say, right? Okay. So you're like, yeah, you can miss misinterpret things you can contort things but if you ask them something they're telling you and they give you an answer you have to use the words that are in that answer right right now you have now you you imagine you bypass that by interviewing yourself 
and then you can just say whatever you want. Right, yeah. And you, you then you don't even have to edit it. You can just go off of that. Right. So it's interesting. It all depends on the intention of the director, which is not what a documentary should be about. A documentary should be somewhat... Objective. Objective, yeah. somewhat. Like yeah. we were talking before, it, you can't be fully objective. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's a person. Like you have your own mission statement of what your documentary should be about. Yeah. And you obviously want to use whatever, but you also have to have like conflicting information. You can't like... You got to show both sides. You got to show both. Like in a court, like you like if it's a... If it's a you want a guilty? You're a, you're basically a, uh, to, you're not a defense attorney. The fucking to, pu- prosecutor. Uh, you're a prosecutor. Yeah. You have to prove your point. Yeah. Without you taking the stand and going, I think you did it. Right. Right. So that's like I one of these one of the directors. There's two of them. Was in it, and he he was. I mean, he probably had his own accounts to it. I mean, that's probably where the documentary came from, but like. I feel I felt it a little sus that he was in there. It is. It's it is. It, it's also inherently his, subjective. He's the guy whose pupils were like eight feet wide. Oh, I, think so I, I think I. He's like in the beginning, like a little short guy with a like red beard. Oh, was that no. not Chris Gethard? No, no. He Chris Gethard's the guy with the the glasses who was like um, weirdly shaped head. Yeah. 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 This guy is like he looked like he was in like a loft apartment. He had like kind of stairs behind him and like uh, bald. Balding. Yeah. He uh, had like black, black shirt, black. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got yeah. him. I got him. Yep, yeah, yeah, I got yeah. it. Yeah, he showed up in like a couple. He showed up again at the end. He was, was like, at, like, wait, at, where was this guy the whole time? At certain turning points, where it's like, I want the narrative to go this way. Right, like, right. And he would kind of do that. Yeah. And there was actually one time I was just like, wow, they actually, you know, good thing they got that clip there because that really uh, frames <laughs> things in a certain way. And now I realize that's the director. Right. Yeah. Jesus. Well, I was wondering, because he was, like, so, like, narratively coherent. Right. You know? Like, he's the only one that seemed like he wasn't just answering a question. Like, he was actually, like, telling the story. He's setting up trailer lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That oh, that makes that makes so much sense in, like, the worst way. Right, yeah. You know? I was like, oh, okay. Now I, I see how... I, 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 see your, I see your math. Yeah. The, the answer is right, but the, the work is wrong. Right, right. <laughs> like, regardless of, like, what he wants to do with the documentary... If you're, you, I wouldn't interview myself. Of course, I, you could narrate the documentary and you can have yourself on screen for that. Right. But to frame it as if you are being interviewed ruins some of the, uh, I guess the sanctity. The integrity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like if I'm, if I'm like doing a science experiment, right? It's like, oh, we got to see like, uh, if, if, you know, eating vegetables like helps with sleep apnea. Right. Or, like, causes you to fall asleep early. Nine out of ten dentists agree. And I'm number five. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. So, it's like, if I wanted... So, if there was any kind of agenda that you had behind it, you gave yourself free reign to do it. But, right. you know... I mean, uh, look, Or at least if, he, if they had, like, a little title under director of this documentary. Right. Then, it would, it would help. Because then you could be like, okay, well, you know... I, he's the director. I know to take him with a grain of salt. It's like, yeah, he's more of like a curator of right. this part exactly. of, this, of exactly. this documentary. Because he didn't have a lot of... No, like, he, he didn't feature he didn't him a lot. lot. Yeah. No, which, you know, Because, great. I mean, to like, look, credit, if, sure. if you wanted to prove that, you know, Uncle Gene was a bad dude, you had a lot of cases. Right. If you wanted to prove that Uncle Gene was kind of like a... Because, like, in the beginning, and I know it's, it's just me, I, I think, because they're like... 
oh, Gene uh, Mul- Mulvahill, or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. and this guy, you know, they, they, they are coming up in the 70s with so-and-so, so-and-so, Donald Trump, and this. I'm like, oh, right. so they're all criminals. These guys right. were all fucking criminals. Oh, yeah, they're all, he got, if you get kicked yeah. off of Wall Street, right. you gotta really be fucked. And then if Donald Trump doesn't invest in you because your idea's a little too crazy, yeah. it's like, you're fucked. You're like, fucked. Yeah, especially in the early in the early eighties, you know nothing nothing about it now. But like Donald Trump would give money to anybody <laughs> back in the day because it would like okay, well then I get money back. That's his idea. Yeah, yeah. he understands that basic fact. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of just like yeah. it tells me if you were in there that you couldn't find anyone to fill in like that piece of information, right? Or like you couldn't find anyone to verify that. Yeah, they, or to like give you, an account of that. So you, you felt were like, doing it yourself. You felt like you were missing something, right? Like, missing like a big like, and the knife turns this way, right? Yeah. Whereas like if you are missing that, you're obliged to be missing that, right? You know, like like if you're to uphold the integrity of it, like then you ask said. better questions, right? Ask the questions you want to put on there, right? Or if yeah. you couldn't find it, then don't include it, right? You know. So yeah, that definitely does. That definitely does hurt things. What I what I really enjoy because like throughout the the documentary, you are introduced to former employees, and it, it had like a very Tiger King feel to it. Mm. I, I don't know, like you a little bit, yeah, little, yeah, because you see like the one guy who is like an older guy. He's got glasses and a little mustache. He's like, yeah, we just thought on front of the. the the, the diving, and then we let the kid, six-year-old kids jump off, and if they didn't move, then then they had uh, the one of the bald guys who just... You kind of, like, laughed at everything until they started talking about the people who died. Yeah. Because... And I think that's... Because uh, that was... Until I found out that was the director, I was like, this is kind of good, because in the beginning, you have these people laughing and joking about all the shit they did, and then when it gets real... You could see it hit their face. It's like, yeah. this was real. I was a part of this. Right. I should, like, now knowing what I know now, I should never have been a part of this. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is, like, weird, because you see the, and the dog, you see the, con- I guess, the conflict on them, or between, like, this was the most fun I've ever had in my life. Right. Like, I'm and getting, like, I'm getting stoned and fingering chicks left and yeah, right, exactly. baby. Exactly. Here we go. Hey, hey go on. It's Jersey. <laughs> and, uh, Dirty chairs. Yeah. It, but then when it hits, and you're right. just like, yeah, this guy died because there was no lifeguard on the deck. Cause because of my, cause of negligence. Right. Like, because st- of the pool that you, because they were, that you guys are running. Right. Yeah. And it's, it sucks because these, they were kids. They should never have been yeah. so ill prepared for this situation. Right. You should never have a 14 year old being a lifeguard at a wave pool. Right. You should never, like... Not only that, but it's the newest lifeguard. Right. It's the lifeguard that didn't... Just on the outs. That yeah. Yeah. That didn't, like, have any of the connects to be put somewhere better. Right. What was the other ride where it's, like, we the, put these people where we didn't want... The speedboats. Yes. Yeah, like, the, yeah. Any, like any of the motorboats, like, the bumper boats and the speedboats. They had legit speedboats. Yeah, that's insane. Which is... That people treated as bumper boats. Right. Where... The one lady, Faith, she's like... She yeah. seemed like she was, like, oh, not... She was lying. Yeah. She's straight up lying. Oh, maybe I went to, like, one party. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's like, okay, when when you start naming... When you start yeah. numbering parties, you've been to them all. That's like when Jordan was, like, when they, like, oh, we call, they called the, uh... 
they called the the Chicago Bulls the Chicago Cocaine Circus, and he like let out the hardiest laugh <laughs> you ever heard. And he was just like, ah, ah, that's hilarious! Oh jeez! Oh god! Who thought of that? That's amazing. He was like, uh, yeah, no, I, I I didn't. Not me. Not me. Not. I, I was never part of that. Not I. Like, oh, oh, Michael, you're gonna, you're gonna laugh like that for something you weren't a part of. Right. That's how she was. She was she was just like, yeah, you know, they they it was crazy. I was a good girl. Right. Key, you weren't. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If you were a good girl and you saw all this shit happening, you would have been like, I'm out. Yeah. $3 an hour is not enough. Right. Exactly. So. Oh, yeah. By the way, they got paid. The highest they got paid was four twenty five an hour. But back in the Back in the 80s, that was like 30 bucks. Yeah. Cause that was, we were, that was, good that was solid. Because good we, were, we started with six fifty, Or you probably started, started with less. I started at five twenty five. Right. Yeah. And that was not in the 80s. That was in 2001. Right. Exactly. So. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't turn my nose at that. Yeah, I mean, especially because there was probably, like, just, like, because they even said, like, you could just show up. Mm-hmm. Like, people were there partying the night before, and then, I was like, oh my god, like. Imagine you're hungover, you know. Sitting in the New Jersey heat. Yeah, or you're traumatized from, like, having your first sexual encounter with Doug from the funnel cake stand, <laughs> you know. It's fucking moistening up hot dog buns in the morning and yeah. just giving you the old. Ones and twos, the old, <laughs> the old shocker in the uh, oh. and then and then you have to sit and clear your mind enough to make sure these kids aren't fighting on the kayak experience. Meanwhile, you're going through like the hardest like throes of puberty. Yeah, it's like everything is so fucking weird right now. Jesus. So why are you gonna care? Some eight year old is like drowning. Right. Exactly. How are you even gonna notice? That the that the eight year old fell off the raft and hasn't come back up. Or you're you're standing at the the cliff dive and you're like, okay, whatever, just jump. And there's fucking little kids. Yeah. Swimming. Still also, down there. Also, if it's a cliff jump, why are you allowing people just to freely swim? Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't make that a different pool, please. Put a line. Yeah. The uh, the fact that they said they had to paint the floor white, God. so they could see if there's people on the bottom. God. Means like. Oh my, like, what the fuck is going on? It also seems like the biggest, like, band-aid solution right. to such a deadly problem. It's like, oh, you almost drowned. Well, I painted the floor. Yeah. So, I mean, this way we'll know when they're dying. Now it's your fault. It's like, why don't you just set it up so that they're not dying? Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's like, don't have a 20-foot cliff dive in the middle of a fucking park? That does sound lit, though. It, that and also, like, the one where you get shot out of the side yeah. of the map, Where it's like, where they even, like, they even said, like, you're going through this like this tunnel, and then all of a sudden all you hear is, "Oh God, oh yeah. God!" <laughs> and then you and then you are still sliding. Yeah, and all you know is that you are going to reach that same place. And it, and it gets like apparently it gets like super dark. Yeah, I'm like what? Oh That'd my be so God! Bad. Horrifying. Like, but then no... it's lit though because I think a ten foot drop after that so <laughs> sick, so cool. That's oh my God! But I also liked on the cliff dive that. Because the kids were so, uh, because again, no rules. Right. Nobody's like gonna t- make these kids put their arms across their chest. So when they land after twenty feet with their hands up in the air, their body goes down. Their arms don't, right. and they dislocate their shoulders. Oh my god! Holy hell! <laughs> and they gave. Oh my god! And they gave. They now you could tell how like we we kept on, like they they gave wristbands after people who got the saved. CFS. The CFS but can't fucking swim. Yeah. Which is. Just send them home. Yeah, exactly. It's like someone who throws up on your carpet in a, at a party. Just... Back in the Yeah. Just go <laughs> home. 
Just go home. Don't stick around for another four hours. But it's also like, don't let them go. Don't like. He's like, oh, you if you are CFS, why are you getting on the fucking like twenty yard cl- cliff dive? Like, bro, I'm an idiot. you work there. Why are you letting them? <laughs> you see it. Why aren't you going like, hey, no, 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 not not today, pal. Exactly. Exactly. Like, come, go down to the to the five foot jump down there. You can't go here. Here's here's the thing. Like, yeah. here's the thing. Like, if you want to look an amusement park and its staff, especially now like Disney, like. They're taking you out of the equation. <laughs> that's like that's their job. Where like if you like, especially like anywhere anywhere now that like your safety is kind of gonna like at a pool or a, 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 an amusement park or anything like that or even a bowl game. Because uh, I I know you haven't gone to a lot of baseball games. Uh, I've I've been to my fair share, but no, not too many. Okay, so what they do now is when the pitches like. When the pitch is being thrown and you're trying to walk down the steps, they'll stop you and be like, wait till the pitch is oh, okay. caught. And you're like, well, I'm all the way up at the top of the fucking stadium. What's the worst thing that can happen? happen? Like, there's like a one, there's a less than a 1% chance that you'll get hit with a foul ball. Right. And it's not going to be on my fucking watch. Right, right. But back then, like with them, it's just like, oh, you have a can't fucking swim band? Good luck. Right. Like you're, you're, when you go into a facility that... You're, you're you're basically putting your trust in that they're going to keep you safe. Yeah. But it, the thing is, they, when people, because like, what do you think? What's the first thing you think of? It's like, all right, this kid is a, is a wristband saying he can't swim and you let him jump off there. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? I got to go get him. Right. No, but I mean, not that oh. you let him do it. Like, right, right. It right. happened. Right. And now the kids, now the kid broke his leg or the kid like drowned. Right. What's the first thing that's going through your mind? Uh, well, that's my fault. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you're going to get fucking sued. Right. Because it's your fault. But one really crazy thing from the documentary is that they would take everything to trial and they won 93% of their cases, despite the amount of negligence. They, they rich guide them. They were like, I have enough money to get me through this. Yeah. Do you? Right. They play chicken. Yeah. And, but it's like, even when it did go to trial... They won. So a judge would, like, examine this park and be like, yeah, this is your fault that that you, uh, that half the skin on your body got removed by this poorly designed ride. Right, that you got impaled by a loose screw in a yeah. fucking water slide. Yeah. <sighs> that one got, like, that, yeah. that annoyed me. Where they said it cut someone's, like... the like, bolt is, like, sticking, sticking out. Sticking out, and it cut someone's stomach. And I'm like, Ugh. oh my god, that's like a bit, that's like... A huge fear. Like, like their innards are like just Well, no, I don't think it was that deep, but it was like a big enough gash that they like... Ruined had my to, abs. If they had to shut the ride down for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of blood. But imagine that guy I'm pretty lost sure the, his lawsuit against, oh, yeah. the, against the park. 93% of the... Like, How? How could anybody lose these lawsuits? Well, it's probably like what the, the reporter lady said. Like, he had some people in his pocket. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially when you're a large facility like that, you employ most of the town, you bring in a lot of income, you bring right. in a lot of, like, people, like, from New York City are coming in, and they're going to the town, like, they got to eat somewhere, mm-hmm. they got to, maybe they've been there for too long, they're going to go spend the night spend somewhere, night somewhere. Or they have gas, or they forget a towel, they got to pick stuff, they got to pick stuff up. They got to go to the local pharmacy and buy gauze, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and peroxide. <laughs> A lot of things, a lot of synergy there. Yeah. So I think they, that's probably why they won most of the cases. Like, there's a little underhand, like, it should have been stopped right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
so what of all the rides, and then uh, I'll move on to another part of it, but of all the rides, which one is like, which one stands out the most to you? That like I would do or that like is like, this is like insane, like don't do this. I don't know, because for me, those are like the same rides. Okay. <laughs> well, there's the one like, sli- like the, the, the slope thing where you're. On like a a bath towel, yeah, and you're like going down a loop, and then you take it off in the midair, and then yeah. you land, and it's like what the f- seeing but, the footage of that is wild. And then you like you find out some kid like built up some steam and like flew and missed the track. Oh my god! But he's fine now. And everyone else cheered when it happened. It's like good lord, because like the Tarzan swing, like we we did that for the that obstacle course race we did. Like oh yeah yeah. I was like, I don't like like that's stupid. I I don't like it, because I also hurt myself on one of those things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hate I hate doing it. But uh, you know, but like the fact that it's they're going into like fifty degree cold, <laughs> like water, yeah. like the like the difference in temperature is like disorienting people. Yeah, yeah, we go into shock. Yeah, <laughs> like the bumper boats are bumper boats I've been on like so that doesn't bother me but just, those weren't bumper boats that's the whole no but they were bumper boats and then they were speed boats oh yeah. okay the speed boats are wild yeah that's the, where the dude got final destination done the back yeah, of his head right? and he's like and the other guy's just sitting on top just laying yeah, on the he's a park. fucking sociopath that right. you're letting into this park uh they had the tanks which the guy poured gasoline on tennis that's on. the one that stands out to me yeah uh, like first of all that concept for a ride is pretty cool it's a cool concept yeah, yeah. Like, you're shooting tennis balls, and it makes the tank spin when you hit it. That's pretty cool. Right. But turning that into flaming fireballs that you throw out there, that's nuts. That's a fucking sick. And all they did was say, you can't come in today. Right. Right. Because <laughs> what are they going to do, put his picture on the wall? Like, right. No. Yeah. I think um, that's a ride that I feel like should be in more places. The tank ride. I think that's been adopted. I definitely think there's Has like, it? Good. some things going on. I, I hope so, because that is so cool. Yeah. Um, what's another thing that, like, the, yeah, the alpine slide where it's just, like, you're going down on, like, a fucking roller skate, and it's, it's all cement. They said that one had the most injuries, right? That's the one that killed that, that, that kid, where they, he hit the rocks, which was very, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, it was so upsetting to hear, but I was like, I'm glad they put this in here, because it changes the, the tone. Mm-hmm. And then every, that's when everybody in the documentary started, like, what did I do? Yeah. Why did I do that? Like, like when this woman said, like, you know, it, it, it's like her kid was, he's a good kid. He's, you know, he's a, he was a nice boy. Everyone liked him. He was, you know, athletic and whatnot. And he just went one day with his friends and then just clipped it and got, got like, wiped out on rocks. And you could see she's holding back tears. Of course. Which was, you know... Yeah, absolutely. Watching her is just like... You, like, I don't know how you felt. I know I felt, like, pretty rough. I was like, oh, she, she She seemed very strong but to then, be, like, able to recount that and stuff. But at the end, when then she's... Her husband's like, break up the best rip line you got because this motherfucker's dead. I was like, that's, like, her only justice. Like, yeah. she did take him to court and won $100,000, but... They called her son a liability. Yeah. They lied. They lied about him. Yeah. They fucking said he was he worked there and he did it at night. And it's like no, he did none of it. And because there was no fucking accountability system. Right. It, and like nothing to report any of these things that happened. Exactly. And it's like this this woman and this family got you know kicked in the teeth 
by this, you know, soulless businessman. Yeah. And then at the end, like, they get the they get the last left because he he's dead. The, the thing, and that was in 2012. Right. They had to so wait so long. many years later. Right. And to think that they were harboring that, like, hatred. And, and I think that, that the, the father lasted, like, because I think he died. Mm. I think because they had the, the, the graves, the, the two Georges. Mm-hmm. He last he he lived long enough to see that guy die. That's that was the only thing he had. That's the that's yeah exactly that's the only thing he had and that's like fuck <laughs> what the fuck man yeah and to think that the guy at that point even if I went to trial against them even if I did all those dirty handed tricks and I won the case I would at least think like look man am I is this worth doing. Am I, is the money worth this? And his answer was always yes. What I wanted to, like, did he change anything after that death? Did he clear up those rocks? Did he... Well, someone else died. Someone else died. No, so no, he didn't. So no, he didn't. So that's the worst part. Like how Chris Gethard said, it's like, you feel bad for everyone else because they should have known. They should have changed it. Right. Motherfucker. 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 And there was a guy that got electrocuted in the kayak experience. Yeah. Because you wanted... Because that's the thing. He wanted this thing to really feel like you were in the mountains or on an adventure or on an island. And he, and his mentality was like, well, on all these places, none of that is safe. Right. So why would I make it safe here? Because <laughs> you're not really there. Right. But... Uh, it's like, why would you make fake snow in the summertime? There's no snow in the summertime, but you're making it because you want to have it. Right, because you're not really there. Right. Yeah. Because it's not real. It's part of the illusion. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, the dude is twisted. But that's also twisted is his enablers. Like, oh, God, yeah. I feel like the the head engineer, the one guy who, mm. who looks like my uncle. He seemed like he had the worst things to say about him. The one that he had like, a, he had like an impression of him. Yeah. 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 It seemed like you had the worst things to say about him as far as... But like, I feel like in the day, he was like, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, right. boss. Okay, boss. Right. Like, he had none of this, he had none Never. of this backbone back Exactly. Then. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, but at the end of the day, all those crazy ideas went through. Right. Yeah. It's like, uh, you want us to build a, you know, this, this, and this? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, sir. Oh, I'll tell you. you like, he was probably like, oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do right. it. Like, sure. What's the word? I'll get this 14-year-old to... Be in a bikini and pour champagne on the winner of this go-kart race. Right, yeah. Sure. Uh, also, are you surprised that there didn't turn out to be, like, any, like, weird sexual harassment stuff in this documentary? I, yeah, kind of, yeah, actually. Is that the standard we're in now? It's like, they definitely did something. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, like, you know, it wasn't harassment because, like, that's just, that's the say because you gotta think if you're if you're like I remember we talked about that that one girl that was like oh look if you're working here for this long right. with all the shit going on you're not the good girl right so maybe it wasn't harassment because yeah, all like they didn't get a lot of former employees to talk on this they had like three they had yeah. three which is wild yeah because you would think like a place like this had you have stories upon stories but a lot of people are like maybe they feel guilty and they don't want to be involved in it probably yeah. Probably, because it's like, yeah. think about it, like, you want to bring up, like, this traumatic event, and you're, you spend most of your adulthood trying to forget it. Right. It's right. like, yeah, I worked at Action Park, and, you know, I was so up in my shit that I let some kid, like, it's gotta be 
it's it's got to be traumatizing to even like not let him like drown, but almost like oh he was almost not saved because of my negligence. Right. Like that's got to be like and that's wild. something that you probably don't think about until later. Yeah. You when know? you when you when your brain finally like hits a certain yeah. point, you're like oh my god, this is on me. Right. Yeah. Um, well, like maybe when a kid actually does die, and you're just like. The person that let him die did the same thing that I do every day. Right. You know, which is just like, jump, jump, you know, like, not pay attention to what you're doing. Like, I was friends with that guy that let this person, and... I trained that guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah. Ugh. Oh, man. Yeah. So... Wild. Wild. I mean, you're right. There probably was a lot of harassment going on. But the only, like, that, I think the Bond woman, she gave me the vibe that, like, she wasn't she didn't really know people as well as she made it seem. Like, she might have, like, she was, like, like, I think she definitely tried to be cool a lot, but, like, they would, like, for example, they'd be, like, oh, yeah, that chair, that's where we put someone that, you know, didn't know anyone or nobody liked or anything, and then she'd be, like, yeah, so I was working that chair the other, like, at, at I worked, world. I worked the motor world three years in a row. Right, so it's, like, all right, no one liked so, you. yeah, exactly, not only anyone liked you. Yeah. Right? So yeah, it is it is weird. Also, yeah, because I you you definitely have to imagine there were clicks. Yeah, like there, like the like it it happens in high school. It happens in in like summer jobs. Like and these kids were high in high school with summer jobs. Right. Like you have to imagine like the ones that knew each other were like especially the ones that were there before. It's like yeah, you know, hey, like it's like your fourth time in. It's like hey, hot chick, you you don't want to work the the motor world you want right. to work here at the the the, yeah. the dead park the, you the, know what you got to do to make it happen yeah, right yeah like meet me up at the clap shack or whatever right. god and it's like there had to be something that they didn't they, this like you know what the worst part is when you have a documentary that only goes like six feet into a 10-foot pool mm-hmm. it's like there's so much more here right but I think a lot of people did not want to talk about it no and I think and that's also probably why the director put himself in is like he's got the best 10 interviews. I wouldn't be surprised if there was like kind of an unspoken thing about like the workers of action park. Like, you don't talk about what we did here. Right. You know, the only way we're going to live with ourselves is that we don't talk about it. Right. Whether or not that, whether that's from guilt or whether that's from like, uh, just like we've done things that we cannot tell people we did. Right. You know, um, because how many more injuries did they not report? Right. Too. Cause like right. you, you found out that, this guy would not report any injury that didn't require an ambulance. An ambulance. Yeah. And what the... F- and they require and so many required ambulances. Right. Yeah. You know? And a lot of people, a, a lot of people would not probably take an ambulance. Like, because then they started producing their own ambulances. Right. So then they were saying like, oh no, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. And they're probably sending the kids home with like broken fucking legs or whatnot. Yeah. It's probably like, this kid used to be, uh, you know, head of the, you know... Wagoon to lagoon, <laughs> and then you put him in charge of the ambulance, and you're just like, Look, these kids. It's like, Hey, Timmy, you took a CPR class one summer, right? Uh, yeah, back when I was eight, I took a, I took a class with, with my mom and dad. Okay, so you're our head, uh, EMT, EMT okay? Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that seems grossly inappropriate. I, I don't know what the fuck's the matter with you, but I'll do it anyway. Right. Chicks will love it. I'll get to wear a uniform. <laughs> Apparently he was very like charismatic in that like though even the people that worked there were just like yeah he was really nice to us he was like really good like we Dude, really looked up to him maybe there's a cult too the yeah. cult of uh, the Gene. cult of Gene yeah for sure because you're thinking like here's this guy 
that lets you do whatever you want when you're there. Right. You know? Um, yeah, I guess you're going to look up to that guy. I, it's it's insane because, you know, the thing is, like, I don't even think we've, we've talked about a lot in this documentary, but I feel like there's so much more we're not talking about. But also, but, I, I got that feeling from the documentary, too. It's like, there's... You know, we were just saying, like, it is just so much more. Like, it's so, like, this isn't it. Like, this is... Mm-hmm. Could just be the beginning. I, I do feel like they're talking about everything, then they get into the deaths, and then they get into, like, a couple other things, then suddenly it's just like, uh... And yeah, and then it closed down. Right. And it's just like, whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, like, who's that? And then, uh, you know... Uh, yeah, because that one guy, the one, like, little dude who... I think he was wearing, a, like, a blue shirt, he had glasses on, mm-hmm. and he's like... He was, like, laughing the whole thing, and then he takes a swig of his Corona. Yeah. Sweet sponsorship, bro. Right. Uh, and then he's just like... And, it, and it's just like, oh, no, the darkness. Mm-hmm. And he, his whole attitude changes. Like, then they start bringing up, like, the deaths, and we are saying, like, the, the, the woman was talking, and I'm pretty sure that took over the park. Like, because, you know, to quote Ario Speedwagon, you know, talk is cheap if the story is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, by the way... Put a little money into your soundtrack. You doing a thing about the eighties? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a little was it like loyalty free music? Yeah, lo- loyalty, loyalty free synth pop. Yeah, was like all they had. Come on, like get a Bon Jovi in there. Ooh. Gonna put a Bon Jovi in this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, it, it seemed that you're, you're right. It does seem like they they all kind of like made a blood pact. Right. And like it's the year where the most shit happened. They're like okay, like when it was closing down, all the staff was like. We'll never talk about this. Yeah, or like Gene was just like, listen, I pay, I'm giving you guys like a little bonus on the way out. Right. It stays between us forever. You know? Like, I have dirt on you. Right. Right, exactly. Like, Look, I wasn't the one being negligent. Right. You I just owned the part. You're right. the ones who were there. You could have saved them. Right. So you try to throw me under the bus, you're going down too. My bus is bigger, yeah. Right. I mean, granted, he's dead now, so. Yeah. That shouldn't really be an issue. But his son but they like... liked him. Yeah, his son looks like a fucking scumbag. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, everything, his son didn't have one bad word to say about him. Oh, he loved fun. Yeah. My dad loved, he was just a jolly old man. He yeah. just, he just loved fun. Uh, Some kid's yeah. arms hanging off the right, floor. Right, exactly. Like, Help! <laughs> you know, if the queer can't swim, then, you right. know, it's on him. You know, everyone uh, shouting at him, you know, when it's 95 degrees out and they jump into a pool that's 40 degrees below zero and they're... Shocked out of their fucking brains, <laughs> you pussy. That was that. That what really struck me the wrong way was was it Alison Becker? Is that it? Yeah. At the end, like they go through all of this, they go through all the deaths and everything. They go through like the tragic, like end of it, and then she goes like, "Yeah, like it was terrible, but, but I know I'm not a pussy because I did it." Then she like high fives the camera and it's right. just like, Ugh. yeah. I feel like this is like it's a, gross. It, it is, but I feel like that's. Maybe that's their coping mechanism. Yeah. It's like, oh, we did such horrible things, but not like I did to your mom. You right, know, like, right, right. Like some shit like that where it's like the joke takes the edge off. I think Chris Gethard was kind of like a, a little bit, he was he was on point, even though he was saying a lot of shit, like, and he said a lot of shit with a smile on his face, but he's like, he had enough like weight to it. It's like the guy, like the guy died, like you should have closed the wave pool, you should have done this, like. Like he he kind of called them on this, and then it's like, but you know what? Like, I don't know what it is in our brains that makes us say like, this is all horrible shit. Right. 
but I survived it. So right. Fuck you. Right. Exactly. It's like, it's like that's that. That's come off as a douche. Yeah, but I feel like that's that's a lot of like everything. It's like if we like, you know, like oh, like uh, I don't. It, it feels like there are like a lot of things. Like if you in a group face a traumatic event or face like something super weird. Yeah. And you face it, and it's just like to get through. It's like, whew. You know, but look at the other guy. You yeah, know? yeah. It's kind of like talking about like, like all the like laughing about all the times your parents beat the shit out of you. Right. Yeah. You know? To go, you think that's hilarious? Oh, one time my my dad used like this pot spoon. Like, oh, one time my mom broke a chair. My brother can't even back. look at a spoon the same way again, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and it says, and we laugh about it, and it's how we deal with the trauma. Right. The difference is, I don't think these kids were traumatized. I think it's just they were. Little fuckheads, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, it'd be, it'd be weird. Like traumatized by, like you said, you made it through, right? You know, so it's like, it's it's them dealing with like guilt in a weird in a weird way. And do you think there's like maybe group like therapy survivors session? remorse? Or yeah, survivors like, guilt. Like they have like therapy, like group therapy. No, there, I, like... I don't think they really think about it that much. Oh. I think I think it's kind of just like, oh yeah, that was. I remember those days. That was wild, huh? Right. Someone died, you know. A couple not of me, kids though. died. <laughs> yeah, not me. Not me. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, I do feel like there's so much more in like if they if they're saving it for a sequel, that'd be a little weird. Yeah, but are I, you trying to capitalize twice on this? Yeah. Um, huh. Okay, so we're about an hour into this. Yeah, I think we're. I we think could, we're good. To, we could grade it. I think. Yeah. I think as far as the uh, the actual quality of the documentary, I feel like it does get uh, hindered a bit by the director interviewing himself. Mm-hmm. If he was curating it, that's different. Right. But it didn't. I didn't get. I didn't even know he, he was in it. So um, I would say that it was put in there in a somewhat disingenuous way. So that ticks off. Which, I mean, like you said, the music wasn't great. Right. You know, um, I do like the clips of the commercial that were sprinkled in. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would, I would say like a, a six because the subject material is wild. Right. But I feel like also tonally, it was nice when they switched it to like the somber more tone because it's just like, yeah, like this was some serious shit, but they ended it with the yeah, but fuck you, bro. And it's right. just kind of like, ugh. Yeah. I also feel like the, the the guy who used to work there that now owns it, I feel like he's the one that funded this. It could have, yeah. Yeah. Because he, he looks pretty good. They make him look good. Yeah. Yeah. He had, like, he didn't he didn't really get any press. He, he Like, any, like, pressing questions. It's like... I didn't give him any questions. It's like, he did the cattle prod, and then he was 14 years old, and then he got a phone call from... HR is like, why would you get a phone call? Yeah. Fourteen year old, like jackass. Like, what about your boss? And he's like worked at the, which I do got to give him credit. That parking line bit, that parking lot bit, pretty good. Yeah. It's like I'm from New York City. It's like, well, I got buildings there. Yeah. You think I can go, sir? One day. One day when I get on the big old bus and head on down to New York City. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's but yeah, they I, make him, they make him look good. But if they still have half that shit. Like the, I hopefully, hopefully they fixed it. I guess but uh don't go there i would give this documentary yeah like around a six um when i found out the director was there it's like uh, kind of threw me off a little bit mm-hmm. and then like how 
not like it wasn't that deep it was like yeah 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 exactly it was it was definitely it was made it felt like it was made by somebody who worked it yeah that's the guy yeah that's that's right that's who i thought yeah it looked like it was made by somebody who worked there you know yeah who like didn't didn't want to go deeper right yeah for sure uh yeah i mean do you recommend people watching it it's on it's on hbo max it's their i think it's one of their first uh, documentaries they produced one of the mm. first few i think yeah i think if you have an hour and a half yeah. like it's cool to see like how far we've come as a society yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um because i do like that that when they said like the thing that really brought it down wasn't like a specific kid dying it was the culture in general outgrowing that kind of you know, you, you could die at any moment, kind of like thrill. You know what it was? It was the people, the first wave of people who came to that park started to have kids. And then mm-hmm. those kids started getting older and they're like, let's go to action. Like, and they're like, yeah. no, Hell fucking no. no. Yeah. Like, get the, like, like, if they were both like two New Jersey kids, like, oh, we should take our kids to Action Park in the summer. It's like, yeah, remember this, 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 this. Oh my like, God. Oh my God. Fuck. We, we should fuck, not. Fuck, no. We should not take kids. <laughs> also, the world became a more dangerous place in general. And I think parents were less like, sure, like, hop on your bike, like, go to another state, come right. back when you're ready. Your dinner will be on the table. I think, like, that became less of a, yeah, of a cultural norm. Yeah, because now, like, yeah. It's like, back in my day, we used to ride the... Yeah, well, back in your day, you also probably got in fucking vans with candy. Right, exactly. You get fucking lunatic. Like, you know, like, I think... Yeah, I think the world was always dangerous. It's just now that the people who were at the point where the world was the most, like, dangerous woke the fuck up and, like... And now we're just like, oh, God, like, and their their fear is tripled because of how little the fear was before. Yeah, like, they're compensating for their own lack of caution. It's like, I'm gonna protect you, and then your kids, and then your kids' kids. Like, that's, that's their mindset. Like, it's just trip. it's for the next generation. Right. So, you know, good. I'm I'm glad it closed down. And there are so many theme, theme parks, like they mentioned, that, you know, you, that the safety is part of the illusion. Like, they're designed so that you feel like you're not safe, but you are. And I feel like if you can't follow the rules enough to go that where, like, that's not enough for you, where you have to actually put yourself and others in that kind of danger, then... When the state of New Jersey says, you're not worth my time... Yeah. You don't go... You don't take that as a victory. You go, like, oh, boy. Right. We're on our own here, huh? Right. We're out on an island. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I, yeah. Okay, so. I think that's the shoot. That is the shoot. You know, guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, this is the last movie we're going to do mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. we head down to the uh, Middle Hobbit. Earth. Middle Earth. Yes. With uh, the Hobbits. And they get all, they have, how, they have, how many rings are we talking about? Just one. It's the one ring. Just one ring? Yes, the one, you thought there were several. I rings? thought because it's Lord of the Rings, it's multiple rings. That's true, but I think the Lord of the Rings only features the One Ring. There were others made. Oh, there were others made. Yeah, but they don't really are. They're not as important in the uh, the the story. But the Lord of the Rings, right? Well, he was involved with more than one. Okay. Yeah. 
Huh. Right, but they're... I've made, got a lot to learn. Yeah, you know, they're... they're yeah, there there are movies for you to do that way. You know? <laughs> I was thinking it was like five rings. Well, I mean, why not? You know, I mean, why not? They do exist. There are more than one rings that exist, but you'll find out what happened to them. Okay. Yeah. So they went to Jared. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, this next month for all of September, we're going to be uh, finally dropping Brian off into. Fantasyland. It started. Yep. It started. Yep. Uh, you know, we, we haven't played Dungeons and Dragons twice, and now he's hooked. I've and, already uh, started crafting my own story. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, we are going to be doing the three Lord of the Rings movies. The Peter Jackson trilogy. We are not doing the Hobbit movies, um, because they're not as good. No. And, uh... And I'm excited. I'm I'm interested because I know that for the for the 34 years of your life, you did not like you do not like fantasy. Do not like it. You don't like the sandals and swords. You don't like the um, the wizards and robes. Yes, yeah, more of that. I don't like the wizards and robes because if you have a guy who could do magic, then just do magic. Yeah. So just so you know, there is a guy. There is a wizard in robes, and he is a guy that does magic. Already hate it. Yeah, <laughs> so we have that to look forward to. Right. But it's <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen and Christopher Lee. Ooh. So. Get you, at it. Right? So, I mean, if there's anybody going to be playing that character. Yeah. You know, so guys, so guys, you know, be up on that You can, uh, and on, and hit us up on Twitter to see it. Because uh, we'll be having a link there. It's uh, at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. You can email us Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to tpublic.com backslash Movie Mayhem Podcast. With a D. With a D. Um, buy a shirt, buy a mask. Maybe they'll sell some bandages. So these pillows actions. are nice. These Movie Mayhem pillows oh, are Oh, these Movie Mayhem pillows are the top of the line. Yes. Top yes. of the line. Top What's of the, the box. price count on these? Like I think 6,000. Yeah, yeah. I think I could count them right now. I got. All right, hand me one of those pills. I'm gonna start counting. I'm yeah. gonna start counting. Ready? One, two. Three. Shot to the heart, and you're too late.